everybody, and welcome back to another episode of uh, Pre-Match Muti. Today we've got Boy Wonder, Richie Rich, aka BFFs with Colton Cole, gets personal DMs. We've got the great potential dead collector, and then, of course, you guys, everyone knows, the Dengue Nature, the Dengasaurus, the stand-in for Gunnosaurus when he's not available. Wonga, Dengue, and then you guys know me, Claudio. What's up? All right, guys, welcome. How's everyone doing? That's so bland, Claudio. Come on, man. Come on, man. Give us give us some energy, man. It's a big fixture tonight. Give us that energy, Claudio. Come on. Yo, yo, yo. I think I think the energy is being like drained. It's like a black hole getting sucked out because I'm a bit nervous of this result. It's a big one for Liverpool, guys. If they don't get the result today, then you know we need to we need to qualify for Champions League. It's there's no ifs or buts. The budget we're working with now with the current players that we have is based on the money we make from Champions League. So it's a big one. I don't know what Chelsea are going to do if they don't win this one, but you know it's an interesting one. Yeah, but I think isn't it? Um, <laughs> if even if you guys do win, Chelsea will be a point ahead of you guys. Still, I mean, you guys would be a point ahead of Chelsea. I mean, sorry. I'll take a draw tonight. That would be the ideal result for us. Ah, yep. rich, rich. Obviously, you take. Who would have thought I'd be talking like this after twenty-six games? Eh? <laughs> Must be. It's, it's wild. Nice, eh? it's, 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 it's a nice wild. feeling. Eh? It's a nice feeling to talk and say, "Hey, man, listen, eh? Um, I'm looking for a draw. You know, you know, one guy, one, one guy is used to it, but yeah, one guy's now hoping for uh, Aston Villa to lose. You know, what I mean? which no, they did yesterday. Which, which, they did, Villa, which they did yesterday. Aston Villa, Chelsea, um, Liverpool, Man United. I need them all to lose. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think you can catch. <laughs> Look, dude. Look, like to Jack be honest, it's happened on the weekend. I mean, you already. But Man United already dropped points yesterday. It's also quite a slippery slope. Like, you don't know all this talk about Ole out, Rich with his voice note Ole this morning, out. guys. The truth behind this, Ole out. Is this how you feel, Silo? Is this how you feel? I doubt. No, man. Come on, guys. He's second on the log, man. That's what you said, Claudio. Yeah. He's second on the log. Come on, guys. That's what I said. I'm, dude, I'm, I think it's ludicrous. It's your people no, that are saying that. So well. No, people. man. Do you, know, do you know the problem is, Claudio, is that... Um, once you get to a certain place, which we were three years ago with Mourinho, we finished nine, uh, wait, 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 how many points? 16 points, I think, behind Pep's um, city, where Mourinho was, 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 was coached. That's three seasons ago. So yeah. we're in a similar position now. I think we're one point away from where we were um, in that season. Sorry. Um, you know, so we're looking at it as United fans saying, we've been here, but don't you think we should have progressed? Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? Liverpool have progressed. You know, Liverpool came fourth. Then they came. Then, then they, then they missed the title um, by 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 a few points and came second. And then they won the league. Do, do you understand know what I'm saying? So there's progression. But the thing that Liverpool has benefited from is the same manager in that time frame. Whereas United have gone from one manager to the next manager. Then also it's a matter of. Your transfer but strategy. Why, is, is, why is, did you go of manager to manager? It's because guys are complaining, saying boring this, boring no, that, boring that. It's a similar situation. But, but, Most players in the league, boring, boring, boring. But, now let's but, get him out. Claudio, it's, it's, not about, it's, not, it's not about it's not about the manager. It's about the person who's selecting the manager. It's about the people running the club. If you are running the club in the way that it's supposed to be run properly, and a, a club that you're trying to actually win and not trying to make profits, right? The, the, that's the club right now is just trying to make profits. You know, getting to Champions League. Is profits. They are happy with profits. Within the title for them, it's just an added bonus. You know what I mean? That's that's it's this is for, this is a business for the for those guys in the US. Um, whereas you look in America, where where they obviously got um, the Buccaneers, 
Um, you know, the Buccaneers for them is like, a, like they love actually American football. They love it. You know what I mean? And that's why they went to get Tom Brady. You mm. know, Tom Brady was available. They got him. Now they won the Super Bowl. They're happy. You know what I mean? You know? And everyone is I love it, Silo. I love it when you cross-reference sports. This guy, guys, just in case you didn't know, Silo um, is a diehard sports fanatic. He's not just here for United, which is why he's always so diplomatic, somewhat to our disapproval, because I'm looking for a bit of, more of a reaction. Yeah, he's blaming the owners. And again, the statement is, Ole out. Your own people are saying this. So you currently, just to kill this dead, you are saying he's, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. Why, you think he should why stay. Must you, you should, why, he must should be given. Why, why must you fire the guy when he's still busy with what he's doing? You know, let the guy finish the season. You know what I mean? I think um, there's been talks about him getting a contract extension, but I think that's been actually postponed till the end of the season, which is good, which is what they're supposed to do. Analyze at the end of the season. Where are we at the end of the season? Okay, are we in the top four? Tick. Did we win uh, either the FA Cup or the Europa League? Tick. <laughs> then and say, okay, but, cool. But only, but only in football. There's a lot, only in football where it's like a manager has like a five, ten game run. They're like, oh, let's extend his contract three years. Rich has just started working now. Rich, could you imagine? You do well for the first two, three weeks, and they say, Rich, we, we love you. Here's the increase for the next four years. Well, how are you going to perform after that? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's you, a get, you, you have to, you have to um, analyze the situation at the end of the season because we've seen it time and time again where, like mid-season, the manager will get a, a contract extension and then it just goes downhill from there. So you need to give uh, the manager something to work towards. I think if they were to hand Oli a new deal now, you know, it might just make him a bit comfortable. Um, but on to the Oli out um, chat, you know, I, I don't, I think it's premature from Man United fans. Like Silo was saying, you know, who's to say if a manager comes in, what happened there? Is that me? Can guys, you hear me, lads? Guys, did we all freeze? Yeah, can you? Yeah, like as uh, we were cut off my screen, but a good, good. Okay, all of us, oh, no, all of us, all of us froze. Don't worry, Rich. All of us froze. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, Keep going, Rich. Keep going. No, I was just saying. I've I've generally noticed a, a marked improvement in Man United's football. You know, from from three years ago to now, I genuinely think that they've that they have progressed to some extent. You know, obviously yeah. they still have a lot of work to do to hit the heights of of a city or. Or something like that but in my opinion having watched from the outside i definitely think united have progressed and i think ollie's had a big role to play in that he's still very inexperienced he's got a lot to learn as a manager but i think you know i i have so many many united fans and they're just up one week down the next week they love ollie one week they want him out the next coaster. week like there's no yeah there's no like level head where when i chat to them you know that one week they hate him one week they love him so yeah, I think he deserves more time. I've definitely noticed an improvement. But it, it's, it's it's frustrating for you guys, though, Cello, because you want to be winning trophies, you want to be winning leagues. Exactly. And a lot of Man United fans want that success, you know, straight away. Mm, Where it's, sure. With Oli, it's going to be it's going to be a couple of seasons before you guys hit those heights. But maybe yeah. Europa League. I think I think what 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 <laughs> I don't like about, what I don't I don't like about that guy is is man he doesn't. I mean, he's not decisive, guys. Guys, I spoke about this on Tuesday. Substitutions. That he brought on Martial in the 75th minute against Chelsea. What In what minute did he make the substitutions against Palace? 75th minute again. He brought on McTominay mm. and James. 75th. How do you do that in 75th minute? And then and then um, he, they ask him, hey, why didn't you bring on one of the youngsters? 
um they he's like you know when i was thinking to myself i thought trashford um um, Greenwood and uh, and Bruno. Um, I thought I should just keep them on. I think they were still going to get me a goal somehow. You know, I just didn't know which which guy to take off. What the fuck? You don't know which guy to take off. Take bloody Marcus Rashford off. He's been off form. Take him off. Yeah. Take him off. Right. Bring on the eighteen year old. <laughs> Give him some minutes. He he won't he won't make you lose the game. But at least he'll just give you some energy. Just give you energy. Something different. Someone running differently. Mm. Marcus Rashford is busy swearing at at uh, at at uh, Maguire after Maguire told him, "Can you please stay on side? Um, um, just try and stay on side." And then Marcus Rashford's like, "Ah, oh, fuck you, whatever." Rashford, go get off, man. Get off. Mm. Get the fuck. Get off the fucking pitch. Because it's taking you a while to come out like this. I'm I'm happy. Keep going. I want to hear more. Please no, man, tell me. He's tell me how you really feel. Guys, guys I, f- I fell asleep in that second half, guys. I woke I up. I woke up. I woke up. I woke up with three minutes left, guys. Guess what I thought to myself? I woke up. I'm like, <laughs> oh, flip. Uh, Daniel James has got the ball. Oh, flip. They brought him on uh, the 60th minute. I look at the time. It says 87 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised, man, because because there was a point in time when the second half was starting, I changed my position on the couch, and I could see this is the this is a sleepy position. It's because the game is not is not tra- it's not it's not calling my name. It's not saying, "Hey, man, stay that's awake and look at the game." It's because the it's, one, yeah. it's just like it's like, "Hey, man, slouch a bit, relax a bit more, and then boom, next thing what happens? I miss I miss 35 minutes of the game because it was so boring, guys. It was so boring and. I didn't miss much. I didn't even want to watch any highlights of of what I missed because everyone says that um, the first half looked better because at least we were trying something with with Luke Shaw. Second half, nothing, nothing, you know. So, but Celo, it's funny because um, David Moyes is very similar to Oli like that as well, especially this season. He's so reluctant to make subs. Obviously, it's worked. It's worked in our favor, but we've gone full games where we haven't made a single sub, which is. For me, as, as as someone watching from the outside, that's bizarre. And like in the oh, cup against Everton, we didn't make a single sub. Then, often oh, the first sub he makes is seventy-five to eighty minutes. He loves I, delaying it. It's so weird. And I think Ollie's, you know, similar. If you're going to try and change a game, you got to give lads more than ten minutes, more than fifteen minutes. So I can understand the frustration. Yeah. I always say, guys, I always say the, the mark the mark on that. Not even, like as soon as if this if it's not working, sixty minutes. You got to give you need to give players enough time to impact. Some guys only need ten minutes, but generally speaking, you can't rate anyone if you you're not giving them at least at least. I know I said sixty minutes, but at least twenty minutes. Like that's the minimum player should be getting to change the yeah. game to have an impact. I always go. That's the key mark for me when I look at a manager and you can see something's not working. If the manager's not making a change later, sixty fifth minute. Then I know I'm like this guy doesn't back himself and he's just waiting for the game to play out. It's it's yeah. one of the and that's also why David Moyes when he was at United he kind of stumbled because you know it's caught in the, it's, it requires big decisions to be made whether you're right or wrong but you need to stick with it and that's the same sort of thing that you're saying now Ollie's doing and Ollie just rides it out he rides it out and um, before we move on to the next topic guys I just want to say can we all at least admit that Ollie's perfectly geared to be a great PSL manager with the most draws in the Premier League at the moment. <laughs> goalless draws as well. <laughs> goalless as well. Goalless. Goalless. Yeah. Not, just, not just draws. Setting eh? up. Goalless, eh? That, goalless that, draws. Yeah, but goalless draws, that type bro. of manager. How many games has yeah, it been playing, in a row now? Is it four? Two. 
No, it's three. It's three with goal, goal, three goalless draws in a row now. Um, but it's but obviously the Europa League mm. game. I don't. Really, I really don't count it because we were we had already won four 0 in the first yeah. leg, and we and we had a goal disallowed for for a foul. It wasn't a foul, but okay, that was a foul. But but still, but yeah, the Premier League. It's shocking. You know, we 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 yeah. we playing we playing like how Premier Liverpool League Premier League as Liverpool. We're playing how Liverpool were playing at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but like so, Premier League they played they played Liverpool. It was a draw. They beat Fulham. They lost to Sheffield, drew against Arsenal, beat Southampton, drew against Everton, drew against West Brom, beat Newcastle, which is a tough game, it seems, and then drew against Crystal Palace and drew against uh, Chelsea. So, I mean, yeah, not looking good from that perspective. But, guys, for the guys that wasn't, I mean, it hasn't been looking good, but they won their last game, tonight's game, the Liverpool-Chelsea game. We've got good news from our end. Fabino seems to be in contention, whether or not he starts or not. Allison, despite his father being obviously passing away, he might start tonight. So that's those are two big boosts for us. And also, Diego Jota might be on bench. So, so three so players he we can start. Can't, okay, squads. He, can't, he, he can't fly. He can't fly to Brazil. I'm guessing there. No, because they said if for all the international players and Klopp's been quite irate about all of this, he says, okay, if international players got to go, they got to quarantine. So if they're going to play international games, they've got to quarantine 10 days when they're going to get the players back, especially for training and everything else. So I think he's obviously in the camp saying players shouldn't be going off once internationals. But in this scenario, I don't think, yeah, to that point, I, think, I agree with you. I, don't I, think, think, that... I, think, I think he should be allowed to go. Um, we, we, yeah. we, just allow, we, just, we just allowed De Gea to go to, to Spain to, um, to be with his wife for the, for the birth of his first child. Um, and he's only going to be back uh, in a month. Um, so yeah, so he's been given. He's been given. Um, obviously, the, you're gonna go home, be with your wife, and then she gives birth, and then obviously, then you you're gonna stay maybe like five days, and then the ten days um, quarantine. So, so that's also I said he can go. Um, yeah, Henderson. Is but can you compare a player? But can you compare a player going back to Spain versus a player going back to Brazil in terms of? No, 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 I'm not talking about distance. I'm, I'm just talking about just quarantine thinking, rules and all of that stuff. Like exactly, which ones? Exa- exactly, much- exactly. That is is what if if we knew what the rules were to 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 go to uh, Brazil, for instance, or if you're coming from Brazil, you can't come in, for instance. Maybe that is the instance. Maybe the the, the instance is that you can't fly to Brazil, um, or you can't come back from Brazil as a British citizen, for instance, or a person who's living in yeah. Britain. Yeah. So it's all it's all it's all up in the air. You never you never know. know. But yeah, it's, it's hey, amen. COVID is. It's rubbish, and this international break that's coming up is so unnecessary, guys. I think we should have <laughs> we should have rather play the the games now and then give international break um, a week, like finish the season a week earlier for the international break to like commence, so all the players can go back home, whatever, whatever, and just like play international games. Let's say if it's qualifiers, for instance, play qualifiers for 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 a whole two weeks, for instance. So I know like. In South America, it's 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 um, World Cup qualifiers. In Africa, it's it's also qualifiers, and then also in Europe, it's it's soon it's going to start the, the World Cup qualifiers. I think um, play that then, and then after you play you you play you play all that all that nonsense, go straight into the Euros. You know they'll be they'll be kind yeah. of your your practice matches uh, for the Euros. Yeah, but I think that's. Do they think? Do they think? Nah, man. Everyone's fighting for their own bank. Everyone wants to get that sponsorship money, those TV rights. That's what they're all they're trying yep, to negotiate. All, all that shit. Want. Yeah. Clouds, how's how's uh, the stats? How's the stat, bro? Liverpool have won each of their last four Premier League meetings with Chelsea, netting eleven goals and conceding four. How does that make oh. you feel? That oh. makes me oh. very confident. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I appreciate very that. Much. On very that much. note, guys, <laughs> I will come flying into this conversation. 
Guys, Chelsea have only scored eight goals in their last seven games, which means we know they're going to set up tonight. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be somewhat similar to the Man United-Chelsea game on the weekend where hard to break down. Will they score goals? I think we might have more going forward depending on how we set up at the back and who they play. But we do know the front three will be there. And will that be enough to break down Chelsea? I don't know. What do you guys think, Wonga? Yeah, look, I mean, Mane, Firmino, Salah on their day, I mean, they, they can be dangerous. Um, so I, that's why I say you can never always, you can never write of Liverpool. It'll always be, for me, it'll just depend how they, how they, um, how they defend. Um, so you, and whether Fabinho, I don't think Fabinho will be uh, much of a, he will probably make a difference, but I mean, the guy's coming back from, uh, he hasn't been playing in a while, so it will be, it probably Four won't games. be 100% sharp. Yeah, so he hasn't been, he won't be 100% sharp on his game. I um, can't expect it from him. It would be great for you, but can't really expect it. Uh, also, Charles, I don't know. I don't think also the coaches just decided what his best team is as well. So I think you guys have the advantage in that, in that, in that sense. And if Rich is saying, um, last pass for, um, what, the past four meetings is four years. Um, what is that stat you said there, uh, Rich? How many uh, games? Last it four was, games. Yeah, their last, last four, four Premier League meetings. Nah, the problem see, is nah, with that's... Liverpool is is that, I, if I'm not mistaken, if you guys lose tonight, that's a fifth home defeat in a row. Yeah. In all great. competitions, which has that's never great. happened yeah. before. Yeah, so, so maybe maybe that's the, the little bit of the pressure that we don't need. We probably would have been better suited playing at Stamford Bridge. But, you know, Salah yeah. does like scoring against Chelsea, like you mentioned there. So let's hope he plays he plays his, his best tonight. He's been – he's had a, an interesting season, guys. I'm not, like, I haven't, I'm not his biggest advocate. You know me, like, if I've got to pick between Salah or Mane, I always go with the Mane. But Salah, at the end of the day, has been getting the goals somehow, even though he's not playing well. So that's obviously always a mark of a good player. But um, one of the things from the Chelsea front, guys, no Tabby, T- Tammy Abram. He's, I think he's a doubt, and Thiago Silva's not traveling with him. We do know Chelsea right now, like I mentioned, struggling to score goals, and that's their biggest issue. And you mentioning um, internationals, Celo, with regards to Timo yeah. Werner. I've got a big question, guys. He was starting for Germany, Germany in and out. Yeah. Does he get a run at the Euros now, despite the form that he's in? Yeah, I think that coach, that coach, uh, what's his name, Joachim Löw, Joachim Löw, will 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 definitely start him with Gnabry and Sané. Yeah. That's that's been his his starting lineup sure. um, as a front three um, with the with the pace that they have because they 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 super quick all three of them, and I think that's how he will probably continue. Um, I don't, I'm not familiar, not too quite, I'm not too familiar with 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 the the the, the number nine options for Germany. But I'm trying to think who would be another nine, number nine option um, in the Bundesliga, maybe who's doing well, and no one comes to mind. So I, I do think that the, that he that he will he will start. Um, let's 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 see how he does for for, for Germany in the in the, uh, in the international break because the last international break he did score a goal. Um, so maybe it's yeah. one of those where it maybe can be a Giroud. You know, he can be a new Giroud uh, for France. You know, remember Giroud would bench. <laughs> for, 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 for whichever team he plays for, Chelsea or Arsenal, but then he would start for France and score the goals. No, 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 but you can't, com- no, no, you can't compare the two. The difference is Giroud doesn't need to be playing to believe his shit doesn't stink. Timo Werner right now is completely like shattered. The Sox literally okay. coming and the things that he's saying, he's like, I've never, I've never been, I've never gone through something like this in my career before. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. As soon as a striker starts asking, strikers shouldn't think, strikers don't think. 
Strikers are instinctive. That's their strength. As soon as they start thinking, that's the problem. But guys, yeah. Liverpool, Chelsea game. Fulham Spurs are kicking off in eight minutes. Wonga, your man's starting. It seems like he's back on the pitch. It's his third consecutive start against Fulham. What do you think is going to happen with Gareth Bale? I mean, you've got Kane, and, and, and Bale. And Ali. And Ali starting, guys. Yeah. I think... I didn't read that. You? Yeah, it's yeah. only at number 10. Is it? Wow. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, you see, I think, uh, yo, this, um, look, oh, he's actually dropping Dobele. Yo, 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 guys, no, the no, creativity no, 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 he, he is, he is playing. Dobele is playing. No, is yeah, playing. but I meant, I meant he dropped him in midfield lower, so that's what I meant by he dropped him. Uh, I meant, like, okay. he's playing next to Hoiberg. So, you okay. see what he's doing there? You see how Mourinho's setting up here? Smaller pitch, compact, he's got creative players for movement, and that's how he's going to move around the stubborn sort of Fulham defence. So that's pretty proper. He's only going to have Hoiberg sitting in front of Sanchez and Alderweireld, and then Nubele with Ali. Ali, you know, he likes making those late runs. But yeah, that's sorry, Bongi, yeah. you were saying, yeah. No, no. Look, I, look, I, I don't want Tottenham to win, uh, but, I, but at the same time, <laughs> I also like Gareth Bale to do well. <laughs> so, 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 it's, so it's one of those. I think you uh, want you want you want Fulham to win two one and Bale to score the goal. Maybe three two. Maybe Bale to score two. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, hey, but tell 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 Crocky to 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 pull out the checkbook so he can sign him. I think. Oh, wow, you would never come. Um, I think. You know, the funny thing about Bell is even when um, he moved over to Tottenham, um, um, just before he moved, I was also very, I mean, keen on the guy. Um, I watched the way he was going through. And then when, when Red, Red uh, was, it, was, it, was it Harry Redknapp, Redknapp. who started playing yeah, in, uh, down, down in, 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 on the left mid, just before they were questioning whether they were going to sell him or not. Uh, then that's when Bell kicked off and he was, he was amazing. And then... You know, I, I, I flippin' enjoyed watching him until he had to come and play against us. It was so frustrating because every time he played against us, he would literally leave us, I mean, uh, in the dirt like our players weren't even there. Very frustrating. Uh, but I still like the guy. I still like the player. And yeah, I just, I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think I just hope he does well. That's the honest truth. And I hope he doesn't cut off his career short. Um, and he just tries to do his best because I enjoy, I really enjoy watching him. And I think he's still got a lot to offer. That's the honest truth. No, well, I, think, result, I think he'll. I think he'll. I think he, let's hope. Let's hope he stays. Uh, but obviously, Tottenham need to move around some money. Um, their billionaire billionaire owner needs to send send Daniel Levy some funds. Obviously, Daniel Levy, Daniel Levy is also a shareholder, but he needs to send him some funds mm. from Bermuda. Or or he must just die. Actually, he's like eighty. He's like eighty something years old. No, he's eighty something years old. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he just like he can just kick the bucket and just like send these billions back to back to. Back to uh, the, the, you're gonna have the, to replay those back to you when you're okay. 80. Settle, <laughs> just kick the bucket there, guys. Um, so Mourinho's actually come out saying, you know, Bale's like this is as tight as you know, Bale's gonna do well in all the games that don't really matter, and it's gonna be one of the scenarios where he's come out saying it's up to Real Madrid whether or not he stays at Spurs. So, Richard, what do you think in terms of if he does have this fantastic, or he has a fantastic run towards the end of the season? Yeah, uh, is there a way? I know Sillo's mentioned he's hoping the the inheritance from the old man coming through to help them keep a bail. But does winning at the end of the season, despite this sort of run, go with the bail, or does he look somewhere else for a new alternative? It's so difficult because um, you know he is starting to find a bit of form. And you can't deny that he is a world-class player when he's playing at his best. There's no doubt about it. Um, 
the issue is obviously the wages, which are just astronomical. So if if any deal was to happen, Real Madrid would have to compromise in some way. Um, and I can't really see that happening, to be honest. Real Madrid will want to get um, their end of the deal. Spurs, if, if Bale has a decent season now and ends strong, they'd love to keep him. But his wages are just absolutely ridiculous. You know, I have a mate that was working on an audit of Tottenham Hotspur and, and like going through the numbers when Bale joined the club. And he was just telling me it's ridiculous. It is actually ridiculous how much money that guy's earning and what Spurs have had to give up. So if if he was to stay on, someone has to compromise. But um, he's starting to hit the heights that, that we saw towards the end of his Tottenham career. Still got a long way to go. But with a front three of Kane, Bale, Son, you know, that's in form. That's one of the best front threes in the league if everyone's playing at their best. Yeah. If not in the world. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah valid. Fair point. Fair point. Wonga, weekend's games, Burnley, Arsenal. I mean, Burnley are stubborn. We know that. We are hoping they really get... Well, I'm hoping, personally, that they get really good at this season. It's just about that time for them. But what do you think's going to... How do you think it's going to shake down here? Yeah, look, I think... I don't know what, what Burnley are playing at. But they ended up scoring first against uh, Leicester. Um, but I've always said Leicester are not... Not hundred percent convincing. For guys, me. we but, we said with I said this the other time with Leicester that Leicester's wheels will come off, and you can see it, guys. It's mm. at the clutch. These guys got really mm. got, get knocked out of um, what's this thing called Europa, and now they lost to Arsenal and they're drawing. These guys, watch out, guys. Leicester might be the team not to make top four. Sorry, but Wonga, it was, sorry, you can no. you can continue there with your Burnley slander. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I, I would say, say in terms of the Leicester thing, um, and even against um, Arsenal, they weren't, they weren't also. I mean, hundred percent. I mean, they, even though the goals that, that penalty they gave you, that was very silly to do something at that time, um, to lapse, have a lapse in concentration at that time. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Arsenal, like if you got, I mean, I had last last game, Pepe looking a bit better, William looking a bit better, not where I would expect him. Um, still not where I, where where I, where I would expect him to be, um, but looking a lot better. Um, definitely, we Arsenal. We have what it takes to beat Burnley. We do, um, and all I just like for me, if if for all I want to see Arsenal is is as for us to have consistency in the way we play. You know, um, Arteta has been switching things left, right. So maybe he doesn't know what his best team is at the moment, um, but I. I doubt that. I mean, up front, it's pretty much obvious who the best players are. Defensive-wise, maybe we need to look at that. It looks like he's trying to involve uh, Pablo Mari. Um, but I think he also needs to be cautious of that because it nearly cost us against Leicester. Um, but apparently, I, I can't see them. I mean, they, they can cause... An, I mean, I, honestly, I don't see them beating us, um, uh, Burnley. Um, Wonga, maybe they do, do, you, draw. do you think that you have enough grafters in the side and guys that are willing to get stuck in because you know how Burnley are. You know, they're that yes. kind of team. They're not going to play pretty football. Do you think that there's enough, obviously great result against Leicester. Do you honestly think there's enough in in your tank, you know, to, to have those type of grafters think, in midfield? I think if you, if, yeah, I think the, the guys you'd want there, I think for me, I would play a Martinelli. Obviously, I'd play Saka. I'd play like a Z Smith Rowe. Um, I will start those guys. Um, in the so you would play in midfield. 
So, so you start like, okay, ask, uh, answer the re- question from Richard first. Pardon? Who no, would you play in midfield? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, midfield, I don't even, if, if you had a sense of defensive mid, you should try it. Take Shaka out once. Let's try to play with one, maybe, if we need it, actually, really. So, um, and, and play with Alneni. Um, what about Pachi? Isn't is, Pachi back? Is there, I don't think uh, it's Pachi back. He came on against, I don't know, did he come on against um, Leicester? I remember he came on against uh, Benfica. Yeah, I think he did come on against Leicester. But see, Partey, with his injury, with his in, you know, his injury prone now, this injury of his, it's like the same thing the whole time. Um, that's why I'd, I'd also try to kind of watch out for that one, let the guy heal. Um, because literally, they, I think they didn't play him for two games once. And then they came back now. To no, man, game, guys, two games, you, you, you need to you need injured. to play him. You need you need to play him so that he's injured for when Bafana 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 play Kana and now in the in the international <laughs> break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you've, got, no, you've got a lot but, to say about that, though. But yeah, sorry, continue, Wanga. No, look, I think for me, I, uh, I, like like Rich said, you, you'd need grafters on that pitch. Um, that's how I said I have a Martinelli. The reason I play Lacazette. Like it's because you're gonna need someone who's gonna be able to, I mean, I mean, hold the ball against these defenders as well. It's not gonna just, you're not gonna just try, we're not gonna cruise uh, through the middle of, of, of that pitch, and that's why I, I play like a Z. So um, you your captain on the bench. Probably... Big pardon? You kept your captain on the bench. You see, now that's another thing. You have to try to figure out where. If I, I don't think we'll have much of a problem if we played him off. But definitely with his goal scoring, um, with the way he scores goals and the way he's scoring now, I, I think you'd have to start as well. Then you'd have to now, yeah. you'd have been a dilemma. It's his dilemma now. Uh, would he start a Smith throw? I'd start Smith throw 100%. That's, that's what I would 100% do. Start Smith throw. Which means that. No, start, 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 at, start a, start a Bamba Yang on the left and then Smith throw in the 10 and then Saka on the right and Lacazette in the middle. There you get everyone you want. In the field, and then you can play and Sabios and Sabios and and El Nini in the midfield. No, so you see, I, that's what I see. I don't want that. I don't want two center defensive mids. Um, no, but Sabios is not as center defensive. He's he's a box to box. Most of those guys, always, he... they just sit at the back. He wants them to but sit there. He wants Sabayos, once go forward, Sabayos, but then wants it back. Sabios is nah. box to box, guys. He plays he plays forward passes. Even Shaka plays forward passes actually. I'll maybe play sideways, sideways passes that you don't like. <laughs> that whole, that whole thing of yeah. yours of going. Shaq, I don't know if I'm with him going forward. It's that, like I always say, it's that, uh, when he defends is, is, is my biggest problem. Um, but you asked no sort that out. I don't know. But um, definitely, I would have a, yeah, like I said, the Bombing starts, Lacazette starts, um, Smith Rowe starts. It's definitely if they had to have a talent between Smith Rowe and uh, what's this guy, this new one, this new guy now, and Udegaard starting, definitely would have to start uh, a Smith Rowe. Um, for me, he's, he's, he's proved it, and I mean, you're going to get a, long out of the, a lot out of this youngster. And also, but Martinelli also, they see you sitting on the bench, and this guy is he's he's his grind is is is. Is, that's that's one player I like a lot just because of his grind, you know, and he can cause mishaps in uh, uh, many defenses because of the way he works hard. Sounds um, like Suarez, like a Suarez esque sort of vibe, the way in which he keeps hunting yes. guys down. Yeah, yes, and I like that about him. But I'd, I'd really like to see him start. To be honest with you, um, if you're not, but you're, you're like the last what, what, game when we started the other guys. Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
Wong, I want to ask. Um, I read something now today Wong about is super the fact that guys, this is this people are for sure. Like saying yeah, pardon, he's, he's, saying sorry. He's like, yeah, but he's he's he's, he's a well-mannered <laughs> guy, bro. He's he's a well he's a well-mannered guy, bro. Like like I, 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 the rest of us are just like you know. But one I was I was I was gonna ask in terms of like Eddie Ketia, I read something where they were saying that um um Arteta was saying yes, it's a bit obviously concerning that Nketiah is not getting the game time that is required. Obviously, last season he was he was on loan, I think it was last season, yeah, or the season before that he was on loan. Um and, and with Leeds, you know what I mean? And then now he's back at Arsenal. And he's at the age where he's supposed to be playing because also he is a player where you guys see a future for him in the squad and say, okay, cool, he's going to be one for the future and he has to be start. He has to start to play, you know. And and right now you're not playing him. You're playing like a you're playing like a certain Obama ahead of him. Guys who are 30, 31, 32. So what's going to happen, man? What's happening with him? Yo, I don't know because I, I think the other guys, um, I think Woolock was and them were having the same situation, and he ended up leaving. And who was the other one? It was um, Niles, Maitland Niles. No, not Maitland Niles. Is it West Brom? Maitland Niles, yeah. I can't remember, but anyways, like they, they, they. Were, I mean, I think even in Ketcher came back, and he was, he was pretty, but pretty confident that he was, um, gonna be Is Reece Nelson still with you guys, by the way? Yes, Nelson. I think Nelson went on loan as well, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, he's still, he still he, he he didn't manage. Man. Oh no, Nelson didn't stayed. You, he has blocked it, right? He's the one. Oh, what happened? Yes, well, he, he's the one. No, no, it was him. Yeah, Nelson said. Yeah, he's the one. Sorry, Nelson's the one that actually said. He said that he wanted. Um, they wanted to make. Ateta suggested him to going, and he said nah. He said he wanted to fight for his position. Um, in the team. You know that he could, he, um, he could actually he, he can play for Zimbabwe, hey, because his dad is from his, oh, his is dad it? is yeah his dad is from Zim, oh, so so if, so so if Zim need a player, um they should they should call him up because I don't think he'll make the England squad. I think England's <laughs> gonna win the World Cup one day, but not as an England team because like there's many guys playing everywhere. I, heard. I think there's some now in Germany. There's some yo there's, there's they're everywhere everywhere everywhere. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there is. But I mean, like there there is obviously a... the. They're in England, but they can. They're eligible to play. They're eligible to play. Um, in yeah, no, there are, are a couple. There is that guy from from Bayern who chose to play for Germany, and there's a guy who plays for Valencia. Mm. He can play for America, play for an African country, and he can play for the, for England as well. Um, and he's about. Yeah, I think he's. Nice. Yeah, I think he's from. I think he's from Arsenal's development, and then he moved to Valencia. I think he's like 18 or something. That's it. Okay. All right. So overall, your feeling here is a positive one, Wonga. Is that what yeah, you're positive. Now, hundred percent. I think we we will we will win it, and I think we should win it. I mean, Arsenal. We need to we need yeah. to gain some sort of consistency. Have to have to. I love these That's, conversations. Do, do, do you want to know? Win. Do you want to know? Yes, chat, yeah, boys. You know, I feel I feel like I'm up to Joe. I don't know if you follow that Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is this I'm is like, Rich. We, we're looking for that. Looking for okay. that. So let's go. So Opta so Rich. Rich did my digging. So Bernie are going to be up for this <laughs> because. They are looking to complete their first league double over Arsenal since 1962. There we go. Ooh. There we go. What an hear that nonsense. I've got a feeling yes. it's going to happen too. Because let's look at, you've got to look at, I always say it's like when you're playing roulette, you know, it's like it's, there's a pattern how these things work. So Bernie's gone draw, draw, lost, drawn. What do they do? They do something. You know what I mean? And wait, Arsenal have lost, lost, won, lost, won. So what do they do for? They do for a loss, Wonga. 
That's a soft underbelly. It's going to be exposed there. Burnley are going to take advantage. But guys, the, big game, the biggest game of the weekend, yeah. West Brom, yeah. Newcastle. Huge. And that's me having a little that's bit of a, a dig at you, the, the, the game in Manchester, by the way. But it was too too calm there by Settle. But yeah, biggest game of the weekend, West Brom, Newcastle. Don't worry. Guys, Rich, you want to tell us what happened? Opta, Opta Rich, you want to tell us what happened with Matt Ritchie? And his Ooh. boss. No, I, I don't know the full, full story, but I, yeah, I just read before we came on that um, Matt Ritchie had a bust up with, with Steve Bruce. Um, Klaus, I think you you know more than I do. But there's definitely something not right in that camp. Yeah, 100% not right. So overall, Matt Ritchie comes on the field. Steve Bruce sends some instruction. He doesn't listen to the instruction. Newcastle changed the setup. Wolves land up scoring because Ritchie's out of position. Steve Bruce comes out post-match saying, listen, we lost that game or we lost those three points because of uh, Matt Ritchie not doing what I told him to do. Matt Ritchie hears this being said. He says, listen, boss, we need to have a talk. The boss says, no. Take it easy. We'll have a chat on Tuesday's training session. First thing, the guy comes into training session and calls the man a coward in front of everyone because he didn't want to have the chat with him yeah. afterwards. So that's kind of the situation Newcastle find themselves in at the moment. The man's not respected. Not respected. I mean, I think Nick comes on here week in, week out, saying how he's not respected. And he almost, when you look at his face, he looks like a, a, a puppy or a dog that's been disciplined. You know that it face? Does. like All the time. It and you does. can't live your life like that. You know, it's the same face David Moyes had when he was sitting in the Old Trafford dugout. You can't live your life like that, guys. It's not good for you. Yeah. Damn, so the question man. is, Stan Allardyce, yeah. guys, let's be honest. He's going to be smelling blood for this one. Hard, bro. Yeah. Hard, hard. You know, you, you, know, you know West Brom, especially <laughs> with this new striker that they have, right? They are... Uh, Sam Allardyce just needs a striker that can score... Um, an African, no, 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 be specific. An African giant striker. That's what he goes for. You know, the Mama Nyang types. He loves them. He loves them. He just likes physical strikers, yeah. Uh, and, man, he just wants the guy to score 10 goals in, in 25 games. That's all he wants. And he'll be happy because yeah. of those 10 goals he scores, he'll get, like, out of those 25 games, he'll get a good 20-something points, you know, and he's a happy guy. He's a happy chappy. He's like, okay, cool. I've got some 20-something points, whatever. And then I just need to make sure I get to 35 points for the season and I'll survive. He's, he's, he's the guy who's going to take it to the last day where West Brom need to win and Newcastle need to win. And guess who's going to win? West Brom's going to win. But do you think Newcastle are going to be in it that long? I think like these next three games are going to be telling for them. I don't see them. Yeah. I generally do not see them getting anything against West Brom here. West Brom last three games have been decent. They lose to West Brom. All of a sudden, their confidence is shattered. Another player has a go, Steve Bruce. We know yeah. Mike Ashley is not going to change the manager. I think it's going to be a slope, like a free in these next three games. I nah, think they're going to slide down. Nah, he definitely needs to. He definitely needs to pull the pull 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 the plug and say, "Hey, man, listen, you need to go, Ashley." Um, Oh, but listen, uh, Matt Ritchie apologized, man. So, I don't know. He, did, he uh, apologized because he's trying to find another club still. I mean, you can't. If you're not playing, you've got to be nice. The thing is, for, for, for Newcastle, if if results go against them, you say Fulham get a result tonight and Newcastle lose, they could find well, themselves in the spirit. bottom three. Yeah, and also, let's, let's, let's say that. So, you're saying Fulham get a result against Spurs. Not any other team, Spurs. What does that yeah. do for that side? You know what I mean? I can see it happening. I can honestly see it happening. Fulham have yeah. been playing good football, you know. There's every 
there's every chance they they catch Spurs on an off day. You know, maybe Kane has a bit of a poor performance and Fulham nick a goal. Who knows? They're fighting for their lives. Strange things if, have happened. If they get a, if they get a result, it 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 they, they definitely will. Now they're going to show their worth, and it's definitely going to put a. Other teams are definitely going to be uh, wary. I mean, next time Fulham come to them, that's for sure. Um, it will give them confidence, but I, I guarantee you that other teams will be wary, more, much more wary. I mean, when they when they do come against them, that's what I think as well. This this game as, week could be yeah. this game week could be the defining game week for for Newcastle. You could say say Fulham say Fulham win, Newcastle lose to West Brom. Fulham's morale's up here. Newcastle down here. That could be done. But also, but also, let's let's go one step further. Is that their next game is against Liverpool and Man City, Fulham. So they've got absolutely nothing to worry about. So they're going to go out there. No one's expecting them to get any points. True. I think. I think. I think people people are expecting them to get some points against Liverpool. At Anfield. <laughs> listen to you. Let's talk about people getting things at, at places. Here we go. Let's listen to this. Man City versus Man United here. Honestly, we're talking about Oli Art. Do you think he's going to get anything against Man City? You said you said something about stopping Man City's winning run. Do you think Oli's the man to do that? Yeah, bro. Someone yes. has to do it. Someone has to do it. Like like Watford did to, to, to Liverpool last season. Someone needs to do it. And if ever... It was written in the stars, written in the script. Um, uh, what's the Steven Spielberg <laughs> writing an amazing, amazing script, an amazing movie, writing it. Does, he, say, does he write it or does he produce it? Hey, man, listen, Steven he Spielberg. writes this one. Hey, listen, he writes this one. Hey, hey, don't you? He I'm not so quick says, Tarantino writes, produces, does everything. Then I say, yeah, no, okay, I'm on board. But okay, okay. Quentin Tarantino or, or Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Let's say Guy Ritchie because he's British. No, no, no. British. Guy Ritchie's movies are terrible, though. The only claim to fame he has is being married to you. <laughs> no ways. Guy Ritchie's movies are dope, man. I like oh, his man. movies, he's bro. Had, he's, like he's had more of, flops than he's had. I like a couple of his movies, bro. Yes, he's had a couple of flops, but I like a couple of his movies. Yes, Quentin Tarantino is <laughs> better. But listen, Guy Ritchie is British, British, so he's a perfect oh, nice. guy to be doing, to, to, to be doing this. What's going to happen, guys? Zero, zero. Zero, zero. That, that's what's going to happen on Sunday, guys. Zero, zero. Yeah. Ole is going to be... He's going to play that, 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 that football that, that he does so well. Because this is, this is one thing that Ole does actually do well, guys. He can frustrate the team, eh? At Old Trafford, it was zero, zero. This is me. Uh, it was zero, zero. And I'm telling you, so, you know what it is? He's so good at frustrating. Selo, you know what I think it is? I think, it, I think he knows he's got a limited time frame at United. And he just doesn't want to lose any of the big games. So when he does get the sack, eventually he's going, I never lost to those sides. So stuff you. I know he's done that to Liverpool a couple of times, done it to all the big teams. And also you saying this, I think there's some sort of truth behind this because Man City's last two games, the teams have come back. Wolves came back. They had to score right at the end. The previous game, True. you played them in the previous week. They, they, same thing happened. They, they actually, it was West Ham. West Ham. Yeah, but also West, West Ham, Ham gave them a go ahead a chance at the end. And Arsenal won Yeah. You see, so, so let's say, so yeah, they, they deny him space. They, they frustrated. And then, and then There's a possibility. Everton, Everton 3-1. It was 1-1 at halftime. So they lost four games. Uh, let's say the last three out of four games, they've actually conceded a goal. It's just Arsenal didn't want to come come to the party. We're not surprised about that. <laughs> but the other three, they showed heart. And then, like, Wolves had them till the 80th minute. And obviously, they scored three goals in the last 10 minutes. And then, obviously, became a 4-1 win. Shouldn't have been a 4-1. And I think, personally, um, that... 
at Solskjaer, guys. Yeah, you Yo, know, Puma, let me say he's, he's saying some big things here. Puma. No, the the, the counter attack part. He's saying you saying draw. Pep, he's reckoning. As, he's saying there's a possible Pep, win here. Pip knows this, guys. Pip's mind says he did it at, at, at Old Trafford, guys. He said that listen, Solskjaer beat me twice. How did he beat me? Actually, he beat me three times last season. Once in the League Cup and twice in the league. How did he beat me? He played counter attacking football. I'm not going to be stupid again this year. What do I do? I start with Fernandinho and Rodri, two defensive. Um, minded midfielders in front of the def- in front of the defense, and that's what he did. He made sure he's not going to concede on the counter. And you know, Fernandinho is the best tactical fouler in the world. Anything that you try yes, to go, and he never gets the, he never gets the yellow card. He, gets, he never gets the yellow card. He never Somehow gets the yellow... he escapes it every single time. He gets, so he gets a yellow card. On his fifth, he gets a yellow card in his fifth foul only, guys. And by that time, it's already yeah. in eighty fifth minute, and you you're so tired about it. So. So that's what he's going to do. He's going to start, uh, not ultra defensive, but he's going to be cautious to watch that counter because you know that if uh, Daniel James, Marcus Rashford, um, yeah, those are the fast players that 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 in United, those guys will obviously run and 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 could score easily. But um, that's why I'm thinking zero zero. I'm thinking zero zero. That's that's what my heart wants is zero zero. And if and and yeah, that's what I think can happen a zero zero. And- but also sell all the patterns there, right? It's about that time. Everyone says, Ole out. What does he do? He shows up on the weekend and somehow United survive and keep him in the seat there. That's that's what 100%. they do. Wonga, you, you want to add him. to this? Yeah, look, I <laughs> when I watched, I watched Maynard against Crystal Palace um, and, the game, and the game against Chelsea. Look, man, they were just, they were lacking. They're lacking up front. Um, against Crystal Palace was worse. I mean, they should have, they should have beaten Crystal Palace. I think three even. Um, not mistaken. Some of those 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 balls, they would have finished them easy. I mean, Rashford as well. Um, yeah, first very, off, first very off, form. Yeah. yeah, and 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 you know, like if Dennis one game is up and then the rest is down, down, down. So it's very worrying. And then you're going to play against the Man City team who are uh, pretty much lethal in front of goals. Um, On fire. And the only thing I think, the, yeah, the one thing I look, I think Man United have have. The, the Look, guys, Man United have scored them. three goals less than Man City, so both teams are holding them. So go ahead, yeah, sure. so 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 you get the you get Luke Shaw and Juan Bissaka, I think, a good defending one v one. So it, it will be difficult for Man United to, I mean, for Man City to kind of break them um, through using the like the Sterling and and, and Mares on the wings. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they can score goals. I mean, and many of them can score goals. You've got Cancelo can score a goal. I mean, let's say the midfielders and strikers can score goals. Those um, guys, so you it, don't, it a, no, those guys have yeah. so many options, guys. Yes, and and that's 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 that's, that's what uh, winning winning teams mostly have. Even Liverpool, when Liverpool won the league, how many people are scoring goals? Yes, you got the front three scoring majority, but you know you could get a goal from anyone. I mean, Van Alden mm-hmm. when when you guys needed him, Van Alden was there scoring headers, shots. Um, Fabinho is there scoring screamers, so I think Man City on that kind of tip as well, and and De Bruyne yeah. as well can also hit there and there. So yeah, that's why I say it's, it's going to be very, it's going to be it's going to be a tough one for Man United. I think it will be a tough one. Do, for do, and like Shello said, let's 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 let's, let's 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 try predict City's starting lineup, guys. I think that's one thing that people people mm, on Twitter have, people on Twitter have been crying about it during the week. They were saying. Oh man, how are you not starting Foden, um, Stones, and who else didn't start this one? And Gundogan, because their fantasy, these people have their fantasy teams, they were crying. They were like, Pep does it again. I'm like, hey man, you can never rely on Pep. 
The only person you can rely no. on him to pick is the goalkeeper. That's the only person. The goalkeeper, and, and you know, you say that, but that's what my strategy for fantasy has been for like the last couple of seasons. The only Man City player I tend to have is a freaking is the goalkeeper Edison because of that. You never know when they're gonna play or who's gonna play. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Pepper strikes every single Rich, week. Rich, West Ham leads. Ooh. Leeds are sitting mid-table. West Ham are pushing for that Champions League spot. Leeds have nothing to lose here. They they fairly say they three points from technical safety, that 38-point mark. Um, I mean, do you think Bielsa gets the better of Moyes on this, on this day? I really hope not. Um, this actually is a massive game for us because we've got some, some really, really tough games coming up after this. And if we could get three points, it just open up a little bit of a gap between you know the top four up to about eighth or ninth place. It would just cement us a bit. And I think... You know what, having gone to Ellen Road earlier in the season, beat Leeds away, you know, why why can't we beat them at home this time around? But as you said, they are virtually safe. So they'll be playing, playing free football. They'll be up for it. So this could be a potential uh, banana skin for us. But I'm, I'm confident in my boys. I saw more than enough against City. I was super, super proud of, of my team because, you know, we could have easily... Uh, surrendered before the game and they could have battered us but you know I think we're actually slightly unlucky not to have got a point you know we had that chance at the end Antonio hit the post so I'm feeling confident uh, that we can get a result and if we do you know we could be potentially what's the table looking like if we win we're two points behind Leicester and three points behind second place after 27 yeah, games behind United. it's yeah. wild yeah that's good, man. That's that that that's a good performance, I think. And we're gonna and we're gonna play uh, West West Ham uh, just before the international break, I think it is. Um, so yeah, that's that's it's actually scary um, that that David Moyes is doing so well. Um, but but yeah, um, it's I guess I guess it's a season it's a season for 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 West Ham fans to to be happy and to and to jump up for joy and to and to dream, uh, and then. Hopefully the dream comes to fruition and, and you end the top four. Because that's the dream, right? Is to end the top four, get in Champions League, oh. Champions, Champions League nights. The the, the the fans will be back at the stadium. Um, London stadium here's the thing, Celo, you're saying... No, but hold on, hold on. You're saying uh, hopefully they make the top four. If we're looking at the recent run of Man United, say Man United don't get, don't get the result they need on the weekend. Suddenly, yeah. like Rich said, they're only a couple of points away from Man United. Say Chelsea or Liverpool go on to win tonight. Leicester keep yeah. doing the thing. Aren't you worried that they might slip out of top four, and at the I'm expense not, of a Western, as an example? I'm not, I'm not worried about Leicester. I've never been worried about Leicester. Never. <laughs> I worry about Chelsea and Liverpool. Never worry about Leicester. Chelsea, Liverpool, Leicester. Western. <laughs> I sorry. I've never. I, 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 I'm only. I'm only. I'm only worrying about Le, uh, West Ham because Rich is on the show. So Rich is. Rich reminds me of West Ham, but no one is here to remind me about <laughs> Leicester because Leicester took. Because Leicester choked last season, and Brendan Rodgers has always choked in his life. Brendan Rodgers always oh. chokes. So, how can you worry about a team who's got a coach who chokes more than my coach? My coach hey, chokes. I but don't know what he's eating. But Brendan you're Rogers saying he chokes. The man did well at Celtic. I think also this is only his second uh, season with Leicester. Let's I would also do well. At, I, would, I would also do well at Celtic. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. It's a good point. They were when he came in, they were dominating Scottish already football. Were, he just kind of steadied his shit. I was already doing well. He just kept. Yeah, just but kept, it was what yeah. he needed, though. 
It's what yeah. he needed. You know, you're talking, you're talking about if you got to take a Rogers right now in terms of conviction versus what you're saying with an Ole, who's got more conviction about when he's speaking to his players, when he's making substitutions, when he's making tactical changes yeah, at Rogers, this moment in Rogers, time, presently. Rogers, Rogers has coached Liverpool and Celtic. He's coached two of the like biggest teams in, in British football, British history, you know what I mean? Um, those, those are like two of the top five biggest teams in Britain. Um, you know, where Solskjaer has coached Cardiff City. And Man United, you know what I mean? Cool. What's part of City? You know what I mean? So, yes, Brendan Rodgers has got more, uh, but he's choked. He choked last season, but guys. He was number three. He ended up number five. How did he okay. do that? It happens. It happens. Rich, you've got Pumalani saying here, West Ham not making top four. How do you feel about that? Look, I mean, I'm not surprised by that comment because, to be honest, if we were to finish in the top four, it would be <laughs> the second biggest uh, fairy tale after Leicester winning the league, in my opinion. If you if you consider where we were last season, <laughs> yeah. like going into going into the last two games of the season, not even safe. Or th- yeah, wow. last three games of the yeah. season, not even safe. Now to be thinking of playing top four, it would be a dream. It would be a dream, and you know what? I'm still dreaming. I'm still dreaming. But I, what I want, 100%, is to get a Euro, European place. doesn't have to be Champions League. I just want Champions. West Ham to be playing in Europe. You know, I yes. think, obviously, top Yo. four would be a step way too far for us right now. But let's just consolidate, come top seven, play Europa League, just get a bit of an... Uh, just establish ourselves a bit in Europe. It's what we need. It's a transition phase. We can't jump straight into top four. Yeah. If we did do it, it would be, it would be unbelievable. Unbelievable. But also, think, but, let's think about it. Let's, let's, they, make to, they make top four rich. They get the money coming in. The issue with that, so that money is a huge boost for the club. The, the issue is how they manage that money. We know the track record, the owners that West Ham have in terms of the players that they buy and who they back. And the same goes for, for Moyes. He doesn't know how to spend money. So then you also go, shit, you might make this money. You kind of you kind of don't necessarily want to be making the top four, but keep, still keep the the European spot because that way it's still managing expectations a little bit, and guys aren't getting ahead of themselves. I don't know what you think about that. Is that a logical sort of way to look at it? Or yeah, I think it is. Um, we've had a shocking track record in the last three or four seasons. Actually, in fact, since we've moved to the new stadium, it's our fifth, fourth of the season now. We've had a horrendous track record of, of bringing in players. We've overpaid. We've paid players to high wages that didn't want to come to the club. But this season and the end of last season has actually been our best period of making signings in about five or six years. If you look at Suchek, Kufal, Jared Bowen, Ben Rama, Lingard on loan, those, every single one of those signings, Dawson at centre-back, every single one of them has performed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah. it's, good, it's good to see because in the past we have been shocking when it comes to making signings. Yeah. We have been and, horrendous, and especially all, up and front. They were all, and they were all decent, pri- decent um, prices, you know what I mean? Except for, okay, cool. Exactly. Ben, Rama, ben Rama was a bit, we can say, expensive, but everyone else is cheap, basically. Yeah, exactly. But ben Rama that, was 25 odd, which I guess is expensive for a championship player. But everyone else, as you say, Solo, was, was reasonable, very reasonable yeah. prices. But there's something in what you're saying there. It's, it's almost because I know the West Ham owners have come out saying, you know, they are West Ham fans. And it's almost like there's this expectation because the fans want the club to do well. So they also want the club to do well. So they tend to have these sort of stars in their eyes where they go, okay, cool. We're going to do what it takes to bring a player in. 
They tend to pay over the odds for an average player. Give him exactly what he wants. That player comes in super average, overpaid, kind of messes with the atmosphere in the club, and somehow then they struggle again. And it's that pattern that's been repeating itself. Whereas what you're saying now, which is very interesting in terms of how they've broken that pattern down, they're going, okay, no, 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 no. You know, David Moyes likes signing modest players. Let's get the modest guys in here and let's make them. I always go personally. If I'm coaching a side, I'd rather have 11 players who are going to die for each other than have three or four players who think they're stars and the team's got to work around them because that way you're relying too much on those guys. And if they have a bad day, you're really mm-hmm. screwed. Probably- Whereas in this way, it seems like everything is just gelling. So from that perspective, I could be wrong. I don't know. But guys, it's time for the betting corner. It's a time where get your money out, guys. If you're going to Tab, if you're going to anywhere else and you want to make the bets, listen to our we guys because one or two of them know their stuff. We need to get a, a betting sponsor. Come on, Claudio. We need to get a betting sponsor, man, for this section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Um, all right. So for, we're going to start off with a big one for tonight, the Liverpool-Chelsea game. We're going to start off with Rich, Selo, Wonga, and then we're going to end off with me. Um, sure. I just I can't see Liverpool losing five in a row at home. I just can't. Um, Chelsea they've been looking compact and they've been playing decent football, but I would expect the Reds to get a result uh, at home. So I'm going to go two one Liverpool. Yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a, a one one. Um, I just think the defensive fragilities of Liverpool. Uh, will obviously result in a goal for Chelsea. Um, and then I think the quality of of Liverpool going forward and wanting um, to prove a point or get their goal. Um, so I think a 1-1. Um, and I think it's also best for, for, for myself and Rich that a 1-1 um, happens. Yeah. I agree with Silo as well. I think a 1-1 a, a is, is on the card. Because one goal, it's a 1-1. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I need it yeah. Wonga, so, so if anyone is listening, if anyone is listening to the advice that we give, Wonga's advice is always based on what he needs for Arsenal. So I don't know how much you can do with that, but there, there, there we go, Wonga. Yeah, keep going. Uh, no, but there's one one, and I, I just I can't. I think probably the same reasons as Solo. I think, uh, yeah, I don't, and I also don't think that uh, yeah, Tuchel is just not up for a loss yet. Yeah, he hasn't lost. I think you guys are right. But I think the yeah, one, the interesting thing with Tuchel, we know he's tightened up at the back. We all know that theory. If you don't concede at the back, you don't lose games, you build on confidence and you move forward. The issue that they currently have now, Chelsea, is the midfield. Where are they going to find a player who's going to cut a pass and up front as well? You've got Giroud who can hold the ball up and then you're really relying on the width. Where somewhat, if I'm looking and analyzing the Liverpool situation, we haven't been great down both flanks defensively. So there is an opportunity then, depending on who we place in the back, there is possibly a goal for Chelsea. But, you know, Rich has got me going with the stats. Opta, Opta Rich has got me too excited. So I've got to go. I've got to go with the Liverpool win. And, you know, I've got, it's, going to, it's just going to click tonight. Let's hope it's going to click tonight. And I'm going to say 3-1 win Liverpool. But next game, Burnley, Arsenal, Rich. Let's have it. Oh, you know what? This just <laughs> looks like one of those games where... Burnley could potentially bully Arsenal. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they snuck in like a one 0 win or something like that. But I think that that Arsenal result against Leicester has given them uh, a lot of confidence. And you know what? I would expect Arsenal to to get a result. So I'm going to go two one away win to the Gunners. Let's see uh, what team Arteta puts out because that team against Leicester, I was mm. shocked 
and then they go and win three one. So let's see, let's see. I'm gonna yeah. go two one Arsenal. Yeah, it's a tough one, eh? I think, I think, I think for this one, let's 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 go. Yeah, I think I'll go with Rich as well. Two uh, one to Arsenal. I think yeah, we need Burnley to to get relegated as well. Um, and yeah, and I think Arsenal have some momentum from the from that Benfica match, especially, and now the Leicester game from from coming from behind. I think those two games will give Arsenal the 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 the, the confidence and and the momentum needed to um, put a put a last minute fight to try and get into the lo- top seven. Yeah, I think um, I think I see <laughs> I think I see Arsenal will. Yeah, I think they'll definitely get uh, three goals at least in this one. Um, mm. Just hoping maybe they just try to fix up what's happening at the back there. Um, last game we conceded was was a dumb error, um, especially to concede a goal first and early. Just unnecessary pressure. What what we my brother and my cousin keep on saying that Arsenal try keep, they love to do it the hard way, like to concede first and then see what they can do. Every game we like to concede first. They do so they do what United this. what United were doing at the uh, start of the season. Yeah, hey, it's a horrible thing. But I think, um, well, I'm hoping they can fix that um, and take this game 3-0. 3-0. I think if you're saying exactly what you just said, they like to concede first. I think if they concede first against Burnley, there's no coming back. Um, largely, And, you know, I want Burnley to get relegated, but these are the type of games Sean Dyche tends to to somehow get a result against the softer belly sides like an Arsenal. So I'm going to say 1-0 win. One all into Burnley. That's yeah. So so he's and he's learned from playing other softer belly sides like Liverpool. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> 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 That's not okay. That uh, right. Okay, next game: West Brom versus Newcastle. Rich. Yeah. I must be honest. I can see Sam Allardyce pulling this one out the hat. You know that that center forward that they have. He's actually looking good. He's strong in the air. He's, he's someone that's going to cause Newcastle problems. And West Brom will look at this game and say, we win, we're six points off Newcastle, you know, if they get a result. Newcastle will look at it and say, if they win this, they kind of bridge that gap a bit and there's a bit of breathing room. But I see West Brom winning this. I think Sam Madras is going to pull out a little masterclass. I'm going to go uh, 1-0 wins West Brom. And that, that striker will score, that Diagna guy, he's quality. Yes, mm. man. I hate to do this to to Nick wherever he is, uh, because Saint Maximan, um, Almiron, Wilson, all out, one nil to West Brom. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel the same. Um, I, I would say even two nil. I just, yeah, I think it's going to be low, and I think Sam Dice is going to, he's, he's going to, he's smelling it here. This is a big, big opportunity. Yeah. Um, are low on confidence. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna try and pummel them. Try to get one of them. It's gonna do big things for his side. Go, go moving forward. Yeah. So one, uh, two, no to them. Guys, all, all I want you guys to do is Sam Allardyce, Steve Bruce, and with with a show of hands, show me which one's which. We've got Sam Allardyce on this side, and then we've got Steve Bruce on this side. Sam Allardyce. How man. would you? I know my. Yeah, of course. So that's why this game, it's, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. There's no way is Newcastle getting anything out of this. And then suddenly, you know, they're in big shit. So yeah, 2-0 win. West Brom, I agree with that sentiment. Next game, Man City, Man United, the Manchester Derby. Rich, 
is there a possible way that Man City like get stopped in this scenario, or do they keep pushing for that world record of consecutive wins? Look, I mean, right now in the league, in fact, in all competitions, they look unstoppable. But if there's ever a side to get a result, it's Man United. Look at what Mac was it Max Source the other yeah. week, uh, last season, or was it even this season where he scored those those goals last, against City? Last 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 season, um, it was it was uh, June lockdown. Yeah, last no, it wasn't even yeah. June lockdown. Last season, yeah, last season, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, no one saw that one coming. So, if there's ever a team to get results, it's it's Man United at City. But I just can't see it, eh? I can't see it. City are playing so well. I think there'll be one goal in it, but I, I think City will take it. I'm going to go 2-1. But it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if, if United got something from the game. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've three score lines. Um, um, it's 0-0, 1-0. <laughs> are these conditional? Are these conditional? Yes, it's conditional stuff. You know me. Zero, it's 0-0, 1-0 to City and 1-0 to United. Those are the three score lines I can only see. I cannot see any other score line. Um, but but I do feel the one I do feel strongest about is zero zero. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I do see City. I don't know. I, just, I, can, I can see the way they the way they've been scoring and the confidence they're in. Um, yeah, they've on a long a long winning run, and usually the, those things do come to an end. And and uh, and Manuel looks like Manuel is the team to do it. But. And I think I think they'll be able to pull it off. They'll pull something off here. Yeah. Right. Yes, um, yes, Pums. Yes, Pums. I agree with you, Pums. Pums is confidence. Come on, Pums. Nah, I'm saying one 0 to City. I, I think they'll still take it, if not even more. But they definitely scoring. Yeah, man, you got to play it out in your head, though. You got to play it like if there's one thing Ole's got, Man United doing really well. That's being an organized side, not conceding when playing the biggest side. So almost how much do you go against something like that? Like if you got to say one thing Ollie's done well as a coach, you got to say that's that's probably in his in his wheelhouse, right? And how much are you going to go against that at the same time to counteract what Rich is saying, what you're saying and everyone else is saying, the amount of goals that City can keep. City are relentless. They're like a wave after wave after wave. Some waves yeah. are smaller than others, but eventually the wave's going to hit you. And when your legs are wobbly, you're going to fall over. So it's one of those scenarios where can they keep up? Can they hold them out? And we've seen the last three weeks, it's been a close one for Man City. But in the end, they got it over the line. But that said, fuck it. Normal draw. That's what I'm going with. Ole Gunnar. Ole Gunnar. Lads, it's, it's, worth, it's worth a punt, eh? A normal yeah, draw. It's yeah, worth definitely. a little bet. I think I might put the, like 100 rand on or something. What are the guys, odds on that, guys, though? Do you know what you, the odds you, are? It's, it's actually crazy, guys. You know, do you know that some other guy, um, he, he bet 3,000 3, rand. He bet yeah. 3,000 rand that the Chelsea Man United game was going to end 0-0. And he cashed out when it was 20,000 rand. So he made 20,000 rand from 3,000. Um, obviously, he was supposed Jeez. to win 27,000, but he didn't hold out yeah. till the end of the game. So he won 20,000. That's a quality little payout. Eh? Imagine, I would have done the same. 17,000 is decision. like that from a 0-0. Oof. Yay, Jeez, that's wild. Man. But that's three well. to one for a normal draw this weekend. That's, that's I mean, Rich, you're gonna make it three hundred bucks off of that if you put a hundred band down. Just, just oh, man, I, no, for no, no, that's high. If you say no, no, no the odds will be high. Uh, normal, not just draw, yeah, I'll check. Let me check. Let me check. Uh, ugh, which app can I check? Yeah, you guys can chat. Oh, let me check. Let me check. Uh, one of these apps, these betting apps. I'm sure West, there's a West Ham, West Ham leads is the next game. 
Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so I was I was I was looking for the odds there. I was looking for the odds. Okay, so West Ham leads. This is a massive game yeah. for us. Um I'm confident. We've beaten them already this season. Um I think I've looked at so many of these similar games earlier in the season and gone, oh, you know, it's a banana skin. We're going to struggle on every single time. The lads have proved me wrong and gone out there and got a win. So Leeds, they play good football, but they're open as hell when they try and defend. Um, and that's that's something that the likes of J-Lings can exploit. So I'm going to go same scoreline from the reverse fixture, but we're going to win again 2-1 to the Mighty Hammers. In Top four yep. consolidated, right on United's thumb. <laughs> you love to see it. So, guys, I found the I found the odds, guys. It's twelve. It's twelve to one. Ooh, Yo, for no so more. Twelve to one. For no no. That's twelve to that's one. So worth to one. And then for Man United to win one nil, it's fourteen to one. Um, and then for City to win one nil, it's it's six to one. Um, for a one-one six, six, okay, six as well. Um, yeah, the highest one you can get, guys. It's, it's a, it's a three 0 That's a hundred, a hundred to one. Three 0 to Man United. Yeah, okay, sure. yeah that's never happening. But a hundred to yeah, one for that. The, Imagine just the, taking the piss and putting putting hundred bucks down on that. You'd be, be nice money for the, the weekend. The, but the, yeah, the normal, no, no, the normal one is twelve, guys. That's crazy. You put a hundred rand, you can get one thousand two hundred rand. Yeah. So Jesus. everyone, if anyone's listening to this, yeah, anyone's listening to this, I think I might actually, I think I might actually do that. Yeah, man, hundred rand that I'm. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it with you. I'll do it with yeah, you. JLTV yeah, watchers and uh, everyone that supports us, we're putting a bet <laughs> on a nil-nil draw, twelve to one. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> not, not, not. <laughs> crazy. But wait, wait, guys. Just so you're not confused, it's not the West Ham Leeds game. It's for the Man United. Yeah, because obviously that's yeah, where yeah. the odds, that's where the great odds are. Uh, but yeah, yeah, on the Leeds um uh, West Ham game, West Ham. I think yeah, I, th- I think um Leeds uh will get a goal, but West Ham will be too strong. So two one to West Ham. Yeah, I agree that Leeds are gonna be too open. And I mean like I like I mean West Ham, I think it's if you look at it, you can look at it somewhat sort of to Leicester's um uh, situation when they were going to win the league. I mean, at some point you were like, you know, before you're like, nah, won't go for long. But I mean, at this point, second half of the season, where they were, um, what they'd done in the previous games, you look at and you look at West, West Ham as well. You, you can see, I mean, look, it's not it's not by any fluke. Um, so they definitely have what it takes to to beat Leeds, and I think again, yeah, Leeds are going to be way too open. They can get one definitely. They can get two, but I think West Ham. I mean, West Ham will always get more than them. Yeah, uh, like I think it's this I actually is going to be one of the boys. first. This is going to be one of the first times where I think it's unanimous. I think if David Moyes has the call ready and he's putting it in his his steam train, Antonio, I think it's going to be a runaway <laughs> sort of situation there for West Ham. To be honest, that's that's what I'm thinking. So let's say, but you guys do know Leeds have something in their locker because they play so open, they can come back at you. So it's going to be a high scoring game. I'm going to go. Three, two. I don't know what the odds are on that, but everyone go check it out. Possibly put a bet on that. And let's see what you guys make on the weekend. Apart from that, gentlemen, that's pretty much the show today. Final thoughts before we head out. Come on the 12 to 1. Come on, yeah. Come on the 12 to 1. Yes. Come Come on on the 12 to 1. Come on the 12 to 1. Yes, I agree with you, Rich. Come on the 12 to 1. Let's make some money. I'm doing it, bro. I'm doing it. I swear. I'm I'm also doing it, man. It's 100 red that you... Yeah, man. 
cool. He could make a okay. thousand, uh, thousand two hundred rand. Ken, Ken, <laughs> you heard it, chair. You heard it, chair. <laughs> yeah, right. Wonga, last thoughts on yeah. your end there, apart from the twelve to one from two gentlemen below me. Ah, uh, just for me, I just want Arsenal consistency, bro. That's my final thought. I just, I need them to beat Burnley. Not a want, okay. but it's a need. Need. Shame, and as you can tell by the tone of his voice, he's certainly serious about that comment, guys. <laughs> this has been pre-match Mooty, brought to you by Goal Lounge, uncut for the fans, for the goals, for the banter. Join the club, everybody. Can you guys say that again? Let's try that again. Can you do it? Can you yeah. do it with me? Uncut, uncut. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uncut, uncut for the uncut for the fans, for the banter. Join the club. Not for the goals, for the goals, for the goals, for the goals. Join the, Join the club. Okay. All right. So there's there's four of us here. I'm gonna say uncut. Wonga's gonna say for the fans. For, Rich for is gonna fans. say for okay. the dancer. You're gonna say for, for the, the goals. goals, and then I'm gonna say goal launch TV. And then everyone's gonna say Join the, Join the club. All right. Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's try that. Okay. Does everyone remember? Uncut. For the fans. For the banter. For the goals. Goal launch TV. Join the club. Join the club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get better at that. We'll get better at that. Okay. Everybody, have a good one. Have a good evening and enjoy Liverpool winning tonight. Peace. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, lads.